Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. A severe sprain uh, will not participate uh, in anything that we do today. Possibility of him going on an underwater treadmill to walk, so uh, not a not a glowing report. It wasn't. It wasn't something that he just woke up the next day and, and felt fine. Still got some more days before we play, but um, unable to, you know, to shoot around or anything today. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm gonna say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. With my boobay tastes like The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, folks. And we're going to have a lot of things to discuss today. And we're going to have a loaded show for you as well. But we want to hear from you if you want to call or text in at 501 661 1037. Get after us in the Asher Record Live Fan Feedback. After me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. And today, we're going to have Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net joining us in the 2 o'clock hour. Looking forward to catching up with him because there's so much going on when it comes to recruiting and transfer portal and people who are in, people who are out, and uh, even some basketball news, too. So we'll talk about that uh, with Dudley Dawson. And we'll also talk a little bit about basketball, college basketball, and maybe a little NBA, too, with Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports. Always Good to catch up with him and enjoy uh, talking with him each and every time around this season. And so I'm sure he'll have a lot of things to say on that. Uh, but, yeah, we've been moving through this week. And I know there's a lot of things that's going to be happening this weekend as uh, you got some uh, NFL game tonight. And I know there's uh, always fun to watch the NFL games. And uh, the one particularly tonight, though, I did see between uh, the Patriots and Steelers that it was the lowest total points that Vegas has seen in 30 years, something like that. They just put it 29 and a half. It makes something. sense. These teams, they don't score a lot of points either one, and the defenses, they play well for the most part. But, um, you know, talking to Wes Moore about it, he's, he's confident in the under. But this is something that you always have to think about with the defenses playing the way they do. Defensive scores come in, and then that could uh, throw things out of whack. Cause I, well, I saw that there was for a few games, I don't know what the exact evidence or the uh, overall pool size was, but I saw that there was something to be said with NFL games at least over the past 20 years that each and every season's lowest point total that was coming out, almost 68% of them or 70%, something like that, always hit the over. So I always thought, I was like, okay, that's kind of fascinating that uh, something to that extent where if it's a really low point total, Odds are, or at least it has more likely to hit the over than actually betting the under on so some of those games. So Wes was saying that uh, with these historic lows, if it's you know 36 or below, that 90% of the time the under hits. And then if it's 44, then a lot of times, 90% or 90% mm-hmm. of the time the over hits on 44. Hmm. So your, your intermediate range that you're looking at is between 36 and 44 where it can go either way. But if it's 44, you want to go over. 
If it's 36, you want to go under. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't. Maybe that. Maybe the stat that I read was, uh, you know, talking about just maybe in, in certain seasons or something. I don't know. But I just remember kind of seeing it and and grazing over and seeing like that's kind of interesting. But yeah, it's you know when it gets point. They Vegas people know what they're doing, and that's why they set the, these point totals there where it's at. And I don't know. I just always feel like any time that people are talking about something being a low scoring game, low scoring affair, defensive battle, whatever it is. I feel like those are a lot of times when the people get surprised and the offense, or at least the scoring, ends up being a lot higher than well, what people expect. Well, think about it. A 21-17 game, which is uh, can be a typical score, that's going to be way over. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying that that would happen tonight, but, I mean, I don't know. I would just – I mean, is it really going to be like a 10-6 to 6 game? Like, I guess it potentially could be. But. It could be. And, and weather could be a factor. Haven't looked at the weather report on this game specifically, but – Think about last week's game with the Chargers and Patriots. That was a 6 nothing game. Chargers are a high-powered offense, and it's not as if the Patriots' defense has played you know, to the, the point that they have in the past where they're just shutting offenses down. And to hold a Chargers offense that is explosive to six points, then when you're playing against an offense in the Steelers that doesn't score a lot of points – and then the Patriots haven't been putting up points either. It makes sense to have the low point total. Who knows? Maybe there'll be uh, a lot of defensive touchdowns or special teams, something like that, that'll uh, add to the scoring too. Because always take that into consideration with some good defenses. Which most people don't. They, right. It's all about offense. Right, right. Well, again, I think it could uh, potentially be pretty exciting uh, for, from that perspective. But, yeah, these teams have uh, had trouble uh, scoring. But uh, I think uh, Saracen still though has uh, Pittsburgh favored by five and a half points yeah, in this which game. Which is I don't get that. <laughs> I, I mean, just the line in general. Well, I get it from a standpoint of they want some intrigue as far as people actually wagering on the Patriots, and so if if the line is lower, then um, it probably everything is going to be shifted towards the Steelers. So in this case, if you can see the Steelers winning. Then they, you know, you may not feel good about them winning by five and a half points. So it would make sense to play the Patriots. But this is one of those games that can go either way. Both teams playing with backup quarterbacks essentially. Bailey Zappi is now the starter for the Patriots, but he's been a backup the entire season leading up to this point. So both teams are playing with backup quarterbacks. Hey, listen, I'm, I, it's one of these games that I'm probably not going to touch uh, as far as betting on it goes because uh, it got it has a lot of different uh, elements into it. Because you even mentioned the weather. You know, that could be a, a, a huge element into this to where it could, you know, cause things. It's not as simple as just, oh, offensive that is sloppy, but uh, you're talking about turnovers that, you know, could happen and muff punts that could happen. You know, there's just a lot of factors that the weather could play into it that could lead to it being low scoring, but also could lead to it uh, having being a little bit higher scoring, too, because of opportunities. Yeah, yeah, putting these struggling offenses in position to score and giving them better field position. That could definitely help. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see it. Of course, tonight uh, that game's going to be on Prime Video. So a little Thursday night football action between uh, two historic franchises and the Steelers and the Patriots. Steelers sitting at 7-5, and five, though. People sometimes forget that, that they do have a winning record of 7-5. Patriots, on the other hand, 2-10. and 10. So uh, not exactly uh, a great uh, season for the Patriots. And I still think, I know we were talking about it with Pat Bradley yesterday, I still think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Bill Belichick and you know the offseason and, you know, are they still going to just keep going? Is it going to be going for a quarterback change? Like, what's going to be the thing that happens to the Patriots? Because they're so used to winning and so used to having all this success. For them to be sitting at 2-10 and 10 this year, not having any sort of offensive threat whatsoever, something's got to change and something's got to give for them. Commanders and Chargers are a couple of teams that looks like they'll probably be openings. And from all the talk, if Bill Belichick does decide to coach elsewhere, those would be the two most likely teams. Hmm. Yeah, I, man, it's again. It's like you have a few franchises that you, you know you just mentioned, like the Chargers. I think was a little bit surprising, just as far as because the offense is so good, and you know they were right there. You felt like they were the potential was right there, but just haven't been able to get anything going for uh, for at least for the expectation that they have with that highly powered offense that. Uh, you know, at times it's shown a lot of uh, greatness, but I guess people also not very highly on Staley or whatever. Just as same story injured. with them every year, yeah, every year, and they have a lot of injuries on the offense and defensive side, but they have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, and it would be easy to see Bill Belichick getting in that situation simply because of a franchise quarterback. Yeah. But there's been a lot of talk about Justin Herbert and other teams coming after him if the Chargers decide to maybe scale it back and and uh, 
kind of start all over that Justin Herbert, maybe he could be one of the big offseason trades. Yeah, actually, that would be huge. And that's, uh, again, part of the – we talk about portal season, you know, in college football, but uh, free agency season and all that in, in the NFL or just really in any of the pro sports is always pretty fascinating because not only – uh, you know, you talk about the NFL and think about the big NBA stuff that's happened, but even right now with MLB with Shohei Otani. Uh, and, uh, you know, Dave Roberts still cracks me up. He opened his mouth and uh, people, that was like the one rule you couldn't do is uh, talk about the discussions with Shohei Otani. And he did. And the PR team just pretty much attached Dave Roberts. Like, what are you doing, man? And so now, because I saw people were predicting that, you know, where, wherever he's going to go, they got a bunch of different teams out there, but not many people are feeling like the Dodgers are going to be an option for him anymore because of that fact. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be an option simply because of location. He wants to stay on the West, Clo- West Coast if possible and stay closer to home, so they're going to be an option regardless, but if he uh, feels better about some of the other teams that are in California on the West Coast, then maybe that does throw, throw, him, out, you know, throw him out of the mix simply because of he wanted to keep everything private for the most part. Imagine being a Dodgers fan and knowing that you could have had a legitimate chance at Shohei Otani, but then he ends up, because of Dave Roberts saying that stuff or whatever it is, he ends up going to the Giants you know, or, or something like that, uh, the Padres, you know, a team that you know, is a rival of yours and a team that you go up against, and, uh, and then you have to play against him forever. And you know, if he ends up bringing a World Series title and winning all these just – well, that's like something that has the makings, the early makings for like a 30 for 30 on ESPN later down the road. It's just like a story of what could have been if you just didn't mention that you talked to Shohei Otani. Dodgers get their share of players all the time, so they'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Well, they got plenty of money. They got plenty of talent, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's still fun with free agency and uh, going on with that and Major League Baseball. But uh, I will say, though, that there was some... Uh, I, I I will call it surprising news, but you know every single day on this show, at least this week, we were talking about transfer portal and everything. Uh, but also a guy like Landon Jackson, the defensive lineman for Arkansas, I thought was going to go to the NFL. I thought that he was going to make that jump, but he comes out yesterday on social media and says he's returning to Arkansas for another year. So I thought that was pretty surprising out of him. It was a bit simply because he had been talked about uh, with his NFL stock going up all season. And then returning to a team that didn't win many games, it's a bit surprising in the sense of just thinking about his overall situation and where he could be at the next level, but also coming back to a team that struggled this past season. Yeah, because he was a guy that was not only a captain of the team, but postseason was first-team All-SEC by the coaches, second-team All-SEC by the AP. Uh, He had 44 tackles, 13.5 tackles for loss, 6.5 sacks. Uh, he's, he's built like a, like a defensive lineman should be. He's improved on his game and everything. So, again, when I, when I heard the news about him coming back, I as a Razorback fan, you got to be excited about it because you know there's only a certain amount of players that uh, you'd really want to have back for next year. Landon Jackson's definitely one of them. Uh, but for him to make the announcement on social media and putting out a graph, I mean, wasn't even really a graphic. It was just a, po- a picture of him on social media that just said, quote, let's run it back. Red all 24, hashtag WPS. So he was all about it and all excited about it. So uh, good news for Razorback football, knowing that there's been a lot of portal exits, but this one is one that you can at least count on being back next season. And uh, we'll continue to give some updates on that throughout the day. But we want to hear from you. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in. You can get after us in the Gangster Museum of America in Hattery. Live fan feedback. After me on Twitter, Buzz John Neighbors. We'll continue on with the Trash Talk Thursday coming up next. You're on Out of Bounds, so stay with us. Razorback basketball color analyst. I'll be on Out of Bounds Tuesdays this basketball season recapping the Hogs. I can't wait. Thanks to Telco Federal Credit Union. Providing homes since 1950 for your dream home, duck cabin, home remodel, or vehicle. Check them out online at telco.com. This is for
Sports Center. The Razorbacks got a bit of good news yesterday as defensive lineman Landon Jackson announced he will return to Fayetteville for his senior season. He had a breakout junior season recording 44 tackles, 6.5 sacks, and 13.5 tackles for loss, which was third in the SEC. And Coach Eric Musselman met with the media yesterday and he talked about the upcoming matchup with Oklahoma. I knew they were going to be good. I, I thought their transfers they got were were really good players and I thought their returners were, were really good players and I know he's a, he's an, an awesome coach so yeah that's a recipe to have a good team obviously an undefeated team and a ranked team it's a uh, it's a game that you got to bring your A game to, to compete with Oklahoma. Tip for that game is set for three on Saturday. Coverage will be on the Buzz. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. If you're looking for the best deal on a pre-owned vehicle, you'll find it here in Hot Springs on Central Avenue at Motorsports Authority here with Wild Bill and Magic Mark. These are some fantastic deals, guys. Hey, Magic Mark, tell us about some of these special rigs you got sitting here. We've got cars for every taste. Cars, trucks, SUVs. This is the best selection of inventory we've had in the past two years. More for your trade? Yes. Payments for every budget? Yes. Online at msastore.com. We'll see you at Motorsports Authority. What are you waiting for? This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, Our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See shelter agent Paul Griffin in Monticello, Sam Eklund in Star City, or Kyle Stone in Pine Bluff. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. River Valley Tractor, your leading Kubota dealer of Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor is closer than you think. A company that cares for you is right around the corner. RiverValleyTractor.com. With five great locations to better serve you, visit River Valley Tractor in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, or Pine Bluff today, or find them at RiverValleyTractor.com. Work smarter, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. Coach Muss and the Hogs return to the loudest neutral site arena in the country. It's Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock, Arkansas. On December 16th, be there and be loud as the Razorbacks battle Lipscomb on Saturday, December 16th, 5 p.m. Call the Hogs with Arkansas's own Devo Davis, Layden Blocker, and the rest of the squad by securing your seats today at the arena ticket office or by visiting SimmonsBankArena.com. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Out across the 20 to the 25 to the 30. Satania trying to get to midfield. He's across the 50. He's got a chance to go. Isaiah at the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. A 53-yard punt, an 87-yard return, and there you have it. On 103.7 The Buzz. Maybe I bore you. No, no, it's my fault. Cause I can't afford you. Maybe, baby, 
Trash Talk Thursday, but one thing that we are never going to tra- talk trash about will be Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart because they have a question for you. How many guns does a man need? Well, the answer is always just one more gun. And right now, Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart is the place to go for just that one more gun because they're featuring up to $200 off select in-stock Browning shotguns and rifles. So as well as a $75 rebate on a Beretta A300 Ultima and a $150 rebate on the Beretta A400. Also, the weather be 18i, waterfowl, 12-gauge, super mag, 3.5, and mossy oak. Bottomland, fine, fine firearm there. That's on sale at Max Prairie Wings for just $849.99. And if you're in the market for a handgun, Max always carries a huge selection of all, all calibers. Like right now, Stoger STR 9, 9mm, automatic. It's just $249.99 after rebate. So check out their entire gun selection and the huge ammo sale that is going on either at their store there in Stuttgart or online at maxpw.com. That's M-A-C-K-S-P-W.com. It's Max Prairie Wings. The hunt begins here. It's also Trash Talk Thursday on Out of Bounds, and there's a lot of things that going on Sports World. It's always a lot of fun, too, but want to remind everybody that tonight at the Busker South on Main, 103.7 The Buzz, we're going to be having our Christmas karaoke celebration and we're always looking forward to that and i probably should have found this out beforehand because it's on the coffee points what time does it start at joe tonight do we know what the exact time seven o'clock seven o'clock okay that's what i figured but i wanted to make sure so seven o'clock tonight uh we're gonna be over there at the busker doing some christmas karaoke have some of us here at the buzz getting up there and we'll have some of the listeners getting up there and just a bunch of people having a good time singing christmas karaoke and going to a great call cause with youth home so uh come on out and see us it's gonna be a good time and Way to bring in the holiday season and be able to support uh, a great cause like Youth Home. So I want to remind everybody of that. Uh, Let's see. So we have a few people who are on the phone lines here. So let's go ahead and go through some of those and let Shannon and Benton lead us off. What's up, Shannon? Not too much. I just got one question for y'all, then I'll hang up and let y'all answer it. Okay. My question is, do you think that the transport porter will help Arkansas next year or hurt Arkansas here. Okay. Well, appreciate the phone call, Shannon. So far, it's hurt them if you think about the losses. Yeah. But since it's so, like, it's got so much time, um, you know, it's it's tough to really tell because last year, it's like goes for different positions. Like last year during the portal, like Arkansas had a bunch of people leave the team. But, did the transfer portal help the defense? I think absolutely it did. I think the secondary was helped tremendously. The defensive line was helped tremendously by the transfer portal. Uh, now, the other position groups, you know, did it help the wide receiver? Because you had a bunch of new wide receivers. I mean, Andrew Armstrong had some moments here. But the offense in general just wasn't wasn't very good. You know, and, and the offensive line, uh, you had a lot of guys that weren't out of the portal. But the one guy you did get out of the portal, Josh Braun, was uh, the, really the only offensive lineman individually that ended up uh, grading out to, at a high peak for the SEC. So I think it's kind of hit and miss. You know, it may help you in some positions, may hurt you in some positions, but I don't know. That's We don't even know what Arkansas is going to look like when it's all said and done. I did see, though, that Arkansas's offers out of the transfer portal, they've really been hitting offensive linemen, no kidding, uh, to get to a lot of those players, but also cornerbacks. I thought that was pretty fascinating. Uh, not to say that Arkansas is just elite at cornerback position and they're fine, but you know the amount of different cornerbacks that they've offered out of the portal uh, was pretty interesting because I think that they know that there's going to be some changes there and just add some more depth in that position too. So You can never have enough, though, or too many because you're having to defend these teams that run a lot of receivers in their sets and, and uh, they rotate receivers in and out, so you have to have guys that can stop the receivers. Oh, yeah, and they're trying to continue to build their defense. I'm sure there'll be some linebacker offers, too, because we know that they got gutted at the linebacker position. So, yeah, they got time, though. I'm not saying it's just uh, nonchalant, but they're out there doing what they need to do. There's a ton of players that are getting offered out of the portal, uh, but uh, Sam Pittman and his staff is trying to put in all the work that they can. Uh, let's go to Chris, who's in Dover. What's up, Chris? Hey, how's it going, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. I got a question. I was, and then I'll hang up and listen. I was curious about. I don't know why anybody else hadn't already mentioned. You know, seems like uh, the NIL needs to be like some limits or something on it. You know, so it's fair for. It's like 
you know, for the pros, for instance, they've got salary caps, and then you've got the the lottery draft, where the worst team gets the first pick. And, you know, seems like there ought to be some limits to where no one can pay a quarterback more than a million dollars, a lineman more than a hundred grand, or whatever. Anyway, that's my point. I'll shut up and listen now. Thank you. All right, Chris. I know. I know we've talked about it, Joe. But you know, this is another question I have for people because we've said that there, I don't know if there needs to be limitations on it as far as the amount. Maybe some limitations on you know some of the rules applying to it, but the amount, no. But has, how come nobody? Because it brings up, oh, you know, the NFL has contract uh, salary caps and everything. But you know what else the NFL has? A league minimum, right? Uh, so should college athletes then have a league minimum? Uh, is anybody uh, you know arguing for that? You know, like should they have a minimum amount of money that they all should make? And in every facet of life, there's lim- uh, minimum wage That's for right. working. So yeah, yeah, it, it it would only make sense. But you know, nobody's mentioned that part of it. They just want to limit what they can make at the top. Now, if if you wanted to say that there's a salary cap, not a, a salary cap on how much a player can make, but a salary cap on how much these teams, these schools are able to spend, you want to put a cap. On, on what they can spend if you want to do that that's fine but you still have to separate the nil as if it is like endorsements for pros pros mm-hmm. they get a salary because of the team that they play for but they also are able to get endorsements off the field off the court and there's no limit to that yeah that's how it needs to be viewed for the most part folks is it's tough i get it because you know you just it's so new to everybody that we're all trying to get used to it but view the NIL strictly as endorsements. Don't view it as a salary. Don't view it as a, uh, you know, a paid job. View it as an endorsement because that's essentially what it is. And when you view it as an endorsement, yeah, there's no limits to it. And you know, people approach these players. But honestly, I don't want to limit to it because I, I believe in free market. And I believe that if you have uh, you know, more money to offer somebody... And then other companies, as far as competition goes, I think you should be able to do that and offer as much as you want to. But again, you got to look at it in this perspective too, folks. It's it's not like every single player is making these high amounts of these millions upon millions of dollars in college football. I mean, we're talking. I don't know exactly how many are into that seven figure echelon, but I mean, just even put a, a ballpark estimate on it. You're thinking what? Probably fifty players, maybe at the most. That's making that in, in major college football in the seven-figure range. Uh, I mean, again, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. So I'm just saying there's a lot of there's a lot of different things that go into this, and it's it's a matter of if your school can afford more, if they can pay more, then let them do it. Let them do it. Because trust me, when we had Josh Braun on our show, or uh, when we had Peyton Stovall on our show and dealing with NIL, you know, we I'm going to divulge you know how much they were making, but it's like. I guarantee you that if we had the ability to do so and we were able to do it, we'd pay them as much as humanly possible because it's appreciation. It shows that, hey, you're, you're having value to it, and and it's awesome. So I don't think that anybody else should be limited to be like, well, I was going to pay this guy whose value, we'll say, is $5 bucks, but sorry, I can only pay you 500000 because that's the rules. Like, I don't want that type of market. I yeah, don't want that's that. what your value is. Your value is always what somebody's willing to pay you. Yeah, cause, and also for those who may be uh, thinking that same way, like, put it in your own perspective, like, with your own job. Like, I mean, come on. Like, would you, if you felt like you were high valued at $100,000 per year in salary, but your job or whatever tells you, actually, you won't be able to make any more than 30000 It's like... You're like, well, why? Well, well you, you know what, though? That happens, but what you're able to do is you don't accept that position. You go take a job elsewhere. That's right. Exactly. That, it breeds competition. That's why it, it's just the way it is in business and, and how it always is, and that's what makes it so healthy at times because if somebody doesn't like their situation, they can go to the competitor or go somewhere else. Or if like, there's a competitor that really likes you because you do a great job, guess what they're going to try to do to get you to join them? Offer incentive. Like more money like it's just the way it is so it shouldn't be anything different in, in college sports with the nil it's, it's just get get what you can get like that's what it comes down to get what you can get do things the right way you still have obviously a, a thing a, when you sign these contracts you have an obligation to do and to fulfill that obligation but go out there and if you if people are willing to pay you then take it take people it. just aren't used to the fact of hearing what 
certain players are making or knowing about what they're making, and they're just not used to that part of it. They're used to everything being under the table, behind Mm -hmm. closed doors, nobody saying anything about it. But now that it's out in the open, people just aren't used to it. But it's the way it is, and so you either, you know, you you get used to it because it's going to be like that. It's not going to change. Right. And I think it's also tough for people uh, because it's just all happened at once with the NIL mixed in with the transfer portal, where somebody can just go into the portal and they can get paid more money and they'll get offered more money and it's all happening at once and they can just leave at any time. That's why I think eventually at some point there might be some contracts that start getting thrown in and be like, okay, we're going to pay you, uh, say, a million dollars a year, but here's your obligation. We're signing you to this contract for two years or three years or whatever it is. And then in that case, if that gets offered up, then that player... We'll have the decision of saying, you know what, I really like that money, I love it, I'll sign this contract, and I'll have to fulfill it, but if they don't want to sign that contract, then guess what? They can go with somebody else and get a different contract. So it's it's still a growing, we're in the growing pains, is all it is, and just the uncertainty of it all. But I think eventually, whether it's next year, five years from now, I think eventually it'll get to a point to where we're more understanding of how it works, what goes on, and then not have so many questions and so many issues with it, too. Contracts will be year-to-year, or they should be year-to-year, but what also would make it interesting is when the schools come to a point where they say they want to have a player for a multi-year contract and make it at least a two-year deal, so that's something else that's going to change when uh, when these things go into effect. If they have multi-year contracts, that's something that, that is going to change, and it's not going to affect every player, but it's going to affect some of the players that you consider to be the better ones. Oh, yeah. Cause if, and you'll be able to, again, provide incentive for these contracts. Say, hey, we'll sign you to a one-year deal for $2 million, but you can, or you can sign a two-year deal for $5 million. You know, like as in, hey, you know, maybe we'll, bat, we'll have a two-year deal. You'll make more money, but it's something to where you have to be here for two years. And, and then the other thing about that is it's only a matter of time before players have buyouts. Yep. Just like coaches have buyouts, they're going to be – player buyout oh yeah so it's like it's, if your player's not doing too hot and you want to move on from them and tell them to hit the portal you're gonna be like all right well you're gonna have to gonna have to pay me my buyout give, give me my money well, well just about other schools wanting to come in and get those players they're that gonna too. have to buy them out that too yeah it's it just it's gonna become like almost like coaches like just view it that same way coaches contracts too uh let's go back to the phone lines brad is in cersei what's up brad yeah i'm just glad that uh i'm involved with the university harding that uh doesn't doesn't deal with any of that. Um, that being said, uh, hey, in Arnold Palmer's uh, later career, he made more in endorsements than he did on the PGA Tour. Uh, I mean, I'm all for that. However, I don't think it's fair that the schools should get in there and start, you know, offering these kids money. If they have the NIL deals uh, available like, say, uh, Fletcher Dodd or whatever, you know, then that's cool. But when the schools start doing it, I mean, that's totally unfair. Y'all thoughts on that, and I'll hang up. I appreciate it, Brad. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of uh, key elements, because I, I, it, it depends on what it looks like, because I've always been someone who doesn't like pay-for-play in college athletics, just where it's like, oh, you exist, you're on a football team, therefore you get money. Um, but... I do believe that if you get to the point to where schools are going to start paying players in the contracts and then, you know, that that divulges in where maybe there, there can be unions formed and stuff, that's one thing. But we also got to remember this is tied to higher education and universities, and it has Title IX involved. And that's also what makes this a very complicated thing with the NCAA's connection because of the Title IX that's in there. And that's like we talked about, I guess, on Monday, dealing with the proposal. It's like, hey, we're going to throw this out there, and you guys can pay these players and put them into a trust. But because of Title IX, half of it's got to go to female athletes. So they're not saying it's a bad thing, but that's what really can complicate it when the school gets involved and can directly pay them because of Title IX and them being connected to the NCAA. Well, what they're talking about as far as parameters they want to put on right now, that's just another way for everybody to know exactly what these numbers are and what's going on it can continue the way that it is and you know there they'll be half the people probably that 
would love it that way and other half that have a problem with it. But for people on the outside that don't really know what's going on or they want to know more about what's going on, it's just a way to put those numbers out there for everybody to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think transparency is also what would help so much with everybody. And, you know, there's just no, we hear numbers, you know, we hear rumors of numbers of what certain people are making. But, I mean, who, who really knows at the end of the day? It could be more than what we think. It could be less than what we think. But, uh, yeah, it's just a, a level of uncertainty and mystery behind it. It also adds in even more questions. Let's go to Tim, who's in Hector. What's up, Tim? Hey, I'm good, y'all. I hope y'all are good. I only have a couple of comments. Uh, all this money into college sports is ruining college sports. College sports used to be pure. Now you've throwed money into the middle of it. These kids, a lot of them, they go on a scholarship. That's pay enough. They're not pros yet. I mean, Tim, I mean, you don't think that money's been involved in college athletics, I mean, for a long time? Or at least for... Okay. You know, like you know, we hear stories of like the money, SMU money, and all money that. Money under the table. Money under the table. There's nobody can do anything about that. That's here and that's there. But when you start putting contracts and this, that, and the other on these kids, they're not college athletes no more. You just made them pro. That's true. Take it back to pure. So Tim, you're learning it. Tim, you want it. You want it to be under the table still, huh? You want it. You prefer it hey, that way. There's okay. There's nothing I can do about that. But the kids that come to school, they go there and they get an athlete uh, scholarship, they're getting paid right there. They're getting a good education from a good quality school. Okay, now y'all throwed money in it and you're ruining the purity of college sports. That's just my take. Uh, well, we appreciate it, Tim, but you also got to understand it's not like there's not the value there because you know how much college sports are making right now. Not, I'm not talking about just the athletes. I'm talking about college sports. You know how much college football is making in these broadcasting rights because of the popularity of the sport? I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars. Like It's that level of money that's being made. And you're, you're talking about these, like, it's when the value's there, the people that are putting on the performance, putting on the show, they see that the institutions that they are playing for and then the sport that they're playing for is making in hand over fist money, and they're not seeing a dime of it. So it's like, and how, in what way is that fair? And well, that's the, the same result thing. of that's where it all started from, Ed O'Bannon. He yeah. wanted players to get recognized for their name, image, likeness, and it took forever to get to where we are, but this is where we are. That's right. Real quick before we take a break, go to Dr. J. What's up, Dr. J.? Hey, what's happening, guys? Uh, just had a couple of couple of points. First thing I'm gonna say real quick was uh, a lot of this uh, talk going on about Bobby Petrino. I'm glad Bobby Petrino is back in the fold. But know this: it's a double-edged sword. If if Bobby Petrino gets up there and turns it around, they're going. Even- oh, huh? Doctor J, I guess we dropped you, man. Call back. Call back. Definitely want to get your take on that. So. I don't know. I guess I know our phone lines on different shows have been having issues. So, yeah, give us a call back so we'll let you finish your point, man. Uh, but we're up against They're going to take a break. When we come back, we will get into what's trending in the world of sports, presented by West Rock Coffee, and a lot more. So stay with us here on Out of Bounds. every Monday night at 7 during basketball season for the Eric Musselman Show. Coach will break down gameplay and strategy. Brought to you by Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealership. The all-new Genesis of Conway, now open at 1075 Collier Drive. Oh, baby! Arkansas, the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open in Lakewood Village. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all your favorite pub grub and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all-new Smash Burger lineup. The best wings in the city with 11 different sauces. Or try the new additions to the menu like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts your weekend on Thursdays with karaoke Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North now open in Lakewood Village. Brewski's, your home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. Rock Resurrection Tour starring Skillet and Theory of a Dead Man. See, 
Friday, December 8th, Simmons Bank Arena. Same night, same stage. With special guest, St. Sonia. On sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Kill it. Theory of a Dead Man. Together live. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Company is your blueprint for success. Whether you're a professional contractor or just need a hand being handy, Whit Davis is your partner for getting the job done right. From quality materials to tools for projects inside and out, they understand how important quality is when it comes to your home. So, when you're in need of a lumberyard or hardware store, think of my friends over at Whit Davis. You can find them in Jacksonville, Cabot, Sherwood, and Greenbrier or online at WhitDavis.com. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-659-8080. That's 1-800-659-8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-659-8080. That's 1-800-659-8080. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Arkansas State Parks are your passport to explore everything the natural state has to offer, from our storied past to our scenic beauty. With unexpected escapes like Jacksonport State Park, you can get a unique look at our state's history. Each one of our 52 state parks offers something just a little bit different. So pick up your passport at any state park visitor center. Plan your trip at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. Want to thank the folks with Toy Troopers today for hosting Roger and Baz while they were out. Also, safe travels to our man Justin Moore as he heads to Las Vegas, Nevada for a concert. I am out tomorrow. Todd Pierce tags in. The boys head to Oaklawn as racing season begins on Friday. Listen to Morning Mayhem, 6, 10 a.m. on Friday morning right here on 1037 The Buzz. Like Zoinks, gang! Gluttony Unplugged is now on the buzz! Hey, gang, we can listen to it in the Mystery Machine! Chingies! Count me in, I love the buzz! Every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. Like Scott Romine can join our gang! Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Trips left. That's into the open side of the field. Got a new running back in the game. They throw it short and it's intercepted. Inside the 25. That's going to be a touchdown. Arkansas picks it off. That is Antonio Greer. Transfer from South Florida. First action of the season into the end zone. Hogs are on the board. On 103.7 The Buzz. If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Make the trip to the lot off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com, where you can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates. And Red Tag event is going on at Guadney Chevrolet right now. So on a 2024 Chevy Silverado 1500 Crew Cab, you can get 1.9% APR or $2,500 in total cash. Also, on a 2024 Equinox, 1.9% and $1,000 total cash allowance. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. And uh, you before you make the trip there, you can get a deal started on GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can also see the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles. And you can see it broken down into categories. If you prefer it that way, you know exactly what you want. They have it in pre-owns, Chevy cars, Chevy trucks, and Chevy SUVs. 
Get that schedule service. Get that service scheduled today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week. Also Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon. In case you can't make it throughout the week, it's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet. GuadneyChevrolet.com. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, and we'll have what's trending in the world of sports. Had a lot of people, though, on our Southern Structural Solutions text line been talking uh, transfer portal and NIL. It's almost like it's that time of year. It's always that time of year because it's always a discussion people uh, will be bringing up. But uh, from 479, this says, uh, how does a coach get a quarterback if they don't offer the NIL? Well, they get them out of high school. Or they don't get them at all. <laughs> I mean, it, there's quarterbacks out there that aren't getting NIL, but if you want one of these high-quality ones, it's that's the game you're going to have to play. Yeah, that's the ones that is. are in the portal, they're definitely after some NIL. Yes, yes. There's a reason why. Like, you know, nobody wants to say the thing out loud, but let's be honest. Dylan Gabriel to Oklahoma. I mean, he's going to get some NIL. Colin McLeod is going to get some NIL. I still believe K.J. Jefferson's going to go into the portal. It's not official, but I believe it's going to happen. And when it happens, it's going to be a lot of stuff for NIL that's going to be involved. So uh, it's just part of the thing, and that's what it comes down to. If you're a sports fan, and that's what you want as a sports fan, is you want your team to succeed, you you got to play the game. And, you know, there's been things that people hated for a long time, and People adjust to it in sports. Like, I remember in college basketball, Joe, remember how many people hated one-and-dones? One-and-dones, ruining the game, ruining all of this. And uh, my, you know, Coach K said, ah, we don't do one-and-dones here. You know, we like to develop. Well, then John Calipari comes in and really starts getting it going. And then suddenly, you, you know, Coach K and other people are like, oh, no, one-and-dones, we, we like having these guys. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's the best players. Everybody wants to have the best players. Exactly. And you'll do whatever it takes to get those best players. It's just as simple as that. So it's no different with the NIL. It's just now instead of dealing with one-year players or dealing with facilities or dealing with stipends, whatever it is, now it's just legitimate money for name, image, and likeness. It's just, a, it's just another caveat, another thing, another recruiting pitch that people can throw in. Uh, let's get Dumb Guy from Little Rock in. What's up, Dumb Guy? How's it going, guys? It's good. Going good. Well, I got a little trash talk Thursday piece. I won't keep keep you for long, but can we talk about? Or I'd like to ask when the heck being a Razorback fan meant being like a lynch mob waiting to happen at all times. What do you like, mean, uh, guys? These guys, we're talking about kids not getting paid enough, kids not you know getting paid too much. How about we all just every August quit lighting up the phone lines talking about ten wins a year like a bunch of Dallas Cowboy fans, and we just support the school and take what we get every year. Daggummit, man. Everybody's so mad. It makes me mad that everybody's mad because everybody's doing the best. Come on, guys. And You guys are doing a great job with your show. I listen every day and hope you all have a great day and a great holiday. Right. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Dumb guy? Right. So I think his point was more about just supporting the team through thick and thin. They win or lose, you're still going to be a fan. That's the way it should be. That's right. And I, I'll say it before and I'll say it again. And none of y'all can dispute this. But if Arkansas, if you're a Razorback fan and Arkansas Razorbacks won a national championship in football, they won that championship, you aren't going to give two rips about how much those players made or how much that that one player made more than the other or if they transferred in. You're not going to give two rips because you're going to be winning. And winning cures all. Winning does it for you no matter what. Just understand that. That's just the way it is. Uh, a few things happening in the world of sports, so let's talk about what's trending. What's trending in sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? A few things happening. Congratulations to Luke Haz as well as Jalen Braxton, two freshmen for the Razorback football team this past year. As uh, Luke Haz was named to first-team freshman All-American and also the freshman tight end of the year, while Jalen Braxton was named to freshman All-American honorable mention. And, uh, you know, people are probably saying, well, Luke Haz 
didn't play a whole lot this season. Why is he getting named that? Well, you know, there's not a whole lot of freshman tight ends that were able to have the year and the numbers that he did. And I think people understood that. So a little bit more awards coming in for them. And also uh, some coaching search news that Duke, who we know Mike Elko left there to go and coach Texas A&M. They've been looking for a new head coach. Well, apparently they are zeroing in on Penn State's defensive coordinator, Manny Diaz, who used to coach at the Miami Hurricanes and has experience there in the ACC. Uh, looks like that's going to be their guy and getting him out of Penn State. be a great opportunity for Manny Diaz. Oh, yeah. And I know Duke is not necessarily always the easiest place to win, but still in an ACC school, and Elko proved you can win there. David Cutcliffe proved that you can win there here in modern football history. So it's not like it's a doormat. Like You can win there. There's, there's, you, there's ability to win there. So The key uh, for Manny Diaz, if he accepts the position, Mike Elko is a defensive coach. If he can go in there and keep some of those players, that would be key for him. That would be huge. Also, uh, some golf news. Get everybody revved up and start arguing about live versus PGA once again because John Rahm is officially joining the Live Golf uh, group and just for a mere $600 million. He held out as long as he could because the money was good then, but it's better now. And the fact that PGA and Live are working together, maybe that is a factor in why he decided to make the move, but the money is nice. $600 million. I mean, just incredible. Yeah, people who are upset by that goes back to her whole thing. Upset by it. If you're a PGA upset by it, well, pay the man more. You know, it's about value. He turned the money down once, but when they came around with a better offer, then it was it was hard to stay away from it. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't have been able to. I'm not. Listen, we all got a price, and like you said, I think the key is that they're working together now, and that maybe lessens the blow a little bit, but also makes it a little bit easier to do the, the transition there too. It's like, no, we're, we're still involved. We're still together. I'm just making more money over and, here. And those guys, now they can play in the uh, the majors, and they can get points towards the majors. So there's a big difference. It's the best of all worlds for John Rahm. You get the money, and you still get to do the same exact thing that you've been doing before, just getting more money doing it. So it's a no-brainer. It's really a no-brainer. But we'll have some other headlines to get into, some more phone calls and everything. But we got Dudley Dawson joining us next of hogville.net. We'll talk to him about portals. Recruiting, basketball, all that fun stuff. You won't want to miss it, so stay tuned for the third or second hour of Out of Bounds coming up next. One zero three seven. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, Arcare, and Parker Cadillac. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. 